What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie and or TV show of all time. I am Matt Primo, and unfortunately, Nick Ziegler is not joining me this week. He is out on vacation. So here I am, reviewing and recapping episode number six of The Last of Us. I am continuing that review series each and every week. I review the newest episode of The Last of Us. This is the first time on Surfing the Stream that we have done like weekly episodes of a TV series. Now, we've done it like with Josh, and then we've done it with uh, The Witcher, where I've done like three, four episodes at a time. No, we're 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 diving into this thing each and every week. I'm I'm bringing in like my my knowledge of the game into this to see what is different, what is not. And then just give my general impressions of of the episode as a whole. And so far, so good with the series. This is one of the best series that I have seen so far. With the exclusion of like one episode, I, I think this the series is hitting its stride and it is knocking everything out of the park up to this point. So I'm I'm ex- I'm very excited to continue the series up until the uh, the final episode, and I'm very curious where they kind of cut things out to kind of continue pacing this forward. So episode 6, which is titled Kin, if you have not seen episode 6, then you need to go go watch it. You need to pause this, go watch it on HBO Max, and then come back to this episode uh, because I'm going to be talking about all kinds of spoilers. I'm even going to be recapping it. So if you have not seen it, this is your last warning, and you should 100% pause this and go watch it. So... Just want to give that little little disclaimer out there that there will be spoilers from here on forward. I'll be talking spoilers from everything up until the end of this episode and anything previously. I don't know why you would be listening to this episode if you haven't even watched like episode three, but just know I want to cover my bases here, guys. Um, I'm covering my bases. I am talking about anything and everything from episode six backwards to episode one. Now that we've kind of got the disclaimers out the way, let's go ahead and jump into it. Again, episode number six, titled Ken. Three months after Henry and Sam's deaths, Joel and Ellie reach a small, thriving community in Jackson, Wyoming, where Joel is reunited with Tommy, whose wife Maria is pregnant. Ellie learns about Sarah's fate from Maria. Joel confides in Tommy about Ellie's immunity and his own declining mental state. Joel asks Tommy to take Ellie to the Fireflies as he is afraid he cannot keep her safe. Ellie overhears them and confronts Joel who insists they will part ways and in the morning Joel changes his mind after remembering his daughter and the two of them travel to Colorado on horseback. They find the Fireflies have vacated their base possibly relocating to a hospital in Utah. Joel and Ellie attempt to escape a group of raiders When one of them attacks Joel, Joel kills him but is stabbed during the struggle. Joel and Ellie escape the others, but Joel soon collapses and falls off their horse, leaving Ellie unsure how to proceed. And now jumping into my general impressions of this episode. Holy shit. For an episode that does not have much much action, like there's not a whole lot of, of tension in this episode, to be honest with you. There's I want to say like three scenes off the top of my head that they really build up the tension and you're kind of like on the edge of your seat. But for the most part, this is character development out 
the ass. They develop Joel and Ellie so much in this one episode that it, it kind of puts everything else to shame. And I, look, I'm not one of those guys that has to have action 24-7. I, I do need some tension in some of my scenes. I, I do like progression and development of characters. And that's exactly what I got in this episode. A lot of it was Joel and Ellie, but we also got some development of Tommy, even threw in some Maria in there. But the real MVP of this episode was Bella Ramsey. Up to this point, now I've said it every episode, I've said that Bella Ramsey, her her portrayal of Ellie and her her acting and, and the writing and whatnot is really coming into its own with each subsequent episode. You know, the first episode, I was like, eh, I'm, I'm not really feeling it. And then the second episode, I was kind of like, no, nah, I can see it. Like, she, she's kind of growing on me. And through six episodes, I think we have finally, I think we have finally gotten there. I think we are to the point where, oh, yeah, 100% she is Ellie. And I'm, I'm, I'm on board with it. I think the acting is superb in a lot of this episode. Uh, I don't have any issues with any of the acting in it. The writing, the dialogue, the the line delivery is so fucking good. It's kind of it's kind of nauseating how great it is, right? Like it's almost to the point where it's 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 too good, and I don't mean that as a complaint. I mean, it's just it's kind of crazy how good the the line delivery and the writing and the dialogue is up to this point. Several several scenes kind of jump out at me. First off, the first scene at the uh, the cabin. Just absolutely fantastic. It brought a lot of levity to to the show. We don't really get humorous moments outside of what Bella Ramsey says. You know, uh, Ellie with her her humor, her sarcastic type of humor. But that whole scene in the cabin was just absolutely fantastic. And the, the dialogue is just really good. And it really highlights that, like I said, her sassy, sarcastic, that foul mouth type of personality that she has. And I was I was actually talking to one of our Patreon supporters, Tyler, and I kind of mentioned that you know I I need I need a bunch of more of fuck you from Ellie. Like in the game, that is like her one line, fuck you, man. And I absolutely need that more from her. But that's really just a nitpick, and it's more of me just kind of thinking that it's hilarious with her just saying fuck you to everybody. But. Yeah, I, I think overall the characterization of Ellie is just 100% on board. And that Joel and Ellie relationship just continues to develop. And at one point you think, man, are they are they like developed enough to where they really care about each other? But then like in the next scene, it's like, oh no, like 100% they care about each other. They're, they're playing it off. They don't want to show their true emotions. More so from, from Joel rather than Ellie. And originally, they they don't want to know each other like at all. Joel makes it clear that they're not going to get to know each other. They don't want to... They don't need to talk on this trip. But here they are. They're talking about dreams that they're going to have once they deliver her to the Fireflies. You know, what do you want to do when this is all done? And it's just little moments like that that kind of propel this this relationship forward and then even towards the end of the episode they're talking about random shit they're talking about yeah the rules of football and when you when you watch shows like this this is one of the things about like the walking dead 
you know, they're on long treks through the wilderness or the, the forest or whatever, right? And they're always talking about stuff with in regards to the overall story. Like, it's never just, like, stupid shit that you would, you know, you would talk with on your friends. Like, the football scene in particular, okay? They're, they're riding on the horse in the wilderness, and they're just talking about football. Like, that would be a normal conversation that you would have with someone on a long five-day trip in the wilderness on a horseback. Like... You're not going to be consistently and constantly talking about fireflies or or immunity or, or infected or whatnot. No, you're going to be striking up random-ass conversations just to pass the time. And I really, really love that about this show. And we got a lot of that in this particular episode where they were kind of exploring each other's dreams and then talking about football and talking about being a contractor uh, before the the uh, the infected and the pandemic and whatnot. So I think all of those scenes really, really work for me because it feels natural. It feels like something that would happen in real life. Whereas The Walking Dead, it's just it's just conversations to propel the story forward and they're just talking about, you know, the the characters in general. They're not really just talking about stupid shit, right? Now, I want to talk about two scenes in particular before I jump into more with the uh, the Ellie and Joel stuff, which is a real bulk of this episode is development of Ellie and Joel and that relationship. So they arrive at, at Jackson, and Joel finally sees Tommy again. And I thought, for me personally, that moment really, really worked for me, and it was really earned, more so for, for Joel on his side and his character, just because... We've been we've been kind of riding with him for up till now six episodes, and that's all he's ever cared about is the one person that's left in his life, which is Tommy. You know, his daughter died, so all he has left is is Tommy, and that was the whole purpose of going to this place was hey I, I need to find my brother and, and whatnot. So to to finally get to this moment where he sees him, that moment where we haven't really seen him smile hardly at all in this show, I thought that moment was just, for me personally, just earned, and uh, I really, really loved it. And then we also have the next scene with Joel and Tommy, which they're at the bar. Joel expects, you know, Tommy to join him and them to be one big happy family again, and the one person he had in his life and to live for rejects him. Like, just flat out rejects him. And Joel's kind of taken kind of taken back by it honestly he thought it would be so easy for him to just join the crew and they would go on about their way but no Tommy's like I'm nah bro I'm, I'm not going with you I'm, I'm staying here I have a family here that I am building and the the acting and it honestly some of it a lot of it actually wasn't even what was being said it was the facial reactions to those conversations from especially Pedro Pascal that really just livened up that scene and made that scene so much better than it I guess it had any purpose to be in you know so with the eye movement and the the facial expressions was just so great and that kind of concludes all I need to say about really uh with Joel and Tommy and I, I thought a lot of those scenes were, were, were honestly really, really great. To be fair, I think every scene in this episode is great. I, I could talk about every single scene, 
and spend 45 minutes to an hour talking about each individual scene in this. But nonetheless, I can't spend that much time on it. So now that I've kind of mentioned the Tommy stuff, I want to move forward to Joel and Ellie. And actually, there was one more Tommy scene now that I'm thinking of. And it was actually a a very important scene. And it was the scene where where Ellie kind of overhears Joel talking to Tommy and how he's going to fail Ellie and how he does, he he wants Tommy to take her to uh, to the fireflies and whatnot and how he's just he how he's afraid and i think that humanizes and makes his character so relatable when he when they when they start discussing all that right cuz i mean if you're a father or you're a mother out there i mean what is the most what is the one thing that you're afraid of the most that's losing your child and i think that fear comes out so well in this scene that you it's just it just makes for me personally you can just relate to that scene as a as a parent so now kind of jumping into the ellie and joel stuff again i think the joel and ellie relationship is right now the best it's ever been i developed development wise this is the best it has been and the best that they have done for this relationship up to this point we have the pivotal moment in the series in the game and whatnot, and that is this phenomenal scene where Joel and Ellie kind of, Ellie kind of confronts him about him kind of ditching her, and she, without hesitation, will choose Joel. In a the very next scene, she without hesitation chooses Joel, but he fights with it constantly, and. I think to me, this scene is the turning point for the show and the relationship. And you can kind of tie this to a future scene. You know, I think it was like two scenes later. He's showing her how to shoot a rifle. So to me, this little argument between them is just so pivotal for that relationship. And for those that don't know, this the, the scene that I'm talking about is where she brings up the fact that she's not Sarah. Now, in the game, it is... Almost, it's almost a one-to-one shot of what happened in the game. They change up the dialogue just a little bit, and honestly, I think the game worked a little better for me in terms of the scene. Uh, and it might be just because of the dialogue, because in the game, he says something along the lines of, uh, "You're treading on mighty thin ice," and she just keeps going with it, right? But that's not to say that this scene didn't work in the in the uh, in the show, because it 100% did. And I love the scene in the show. It's just, I think I might lean more towards the game for this one in particular. Uh, Up to this point, I think most of the show has kind of improved a lot of what the game has done. But I think I'll I'll side with the game on this one. But we, we get that development of that relationship. And then we also get some great development of Joel. And up to now... He's been this, you know, heart of stone, unemotional, you know, not showing any type of emotion whatsoever type of guy. And like I said, he had that very vulnerable situation and talk with Tommy. And then now he's having this vulnerable talk with Ellie. And then past that, it, it's almost kind of like their their relationship just went a complete different direction. Like he is 100%. Like, I, I'm not saying in love with her, but he, he loves her. Like, he loves her as a daughter, even though 
in that scene with Ellie where she kind of confronts him about ditching him, or ditching her, excuse me, he says, you're not my daughter and I'm not your father. I, I don't I don't think he necessarily believes that. I think he's just saying that to himself just because he doesn't want to be hurt. He doesn't want to, to lose her and whatnot. So it, it's just better just to give her up than for her to die and then for him to lose it that way, right? You know, it, I, I think personally, if you ever given up something, it's harder when it gets taken from you rather than you giving it up. And I think that's a huge, huge point in this series and in this relationship that is going to propel this series forward, propel these episodes forward. And that's going to be the crux of, of that relationship. I believe it was last episode, I mentioned towards the end of the review that we were kind of getting to the point where this was like my favorite portion of the game. And it's true. This this section is some of my favorite moments in the entire game. Is it is it my absolute favorite? No. There there are definitely scenes in the game that definitely outrank anything that happens in this section. But in terms of like gameplay and what you're doing during this section, uh, it was some of my favorite moments, honestly. And we're not quite there. Like it happens at the end of this episode. All that stuff I just really really love in the game and I can't say anything else about it because it'll be spoilers but I, I just love this section of the game where they're in the snow and the wilderness that to me is one of the things that I hated about The Walking Dead they were in hot ass Atlanta Georgia right like bro like I want to see some different I want to see some different terrain I want to see some snow and, and stuff like that I mean fucking zombies and infected and in the snow i mean that's creepy as hell right so we're kind of getting that now we didn't necessarily get infected in this episode actually i don't think we saw an infected whatsoever but i think the cold the snow the mountains to me that just adds an extra extra dynamic an extra element and some more depth to this show with some different scenery because we don't get that in any other quote-unquote zombie show so I love that, and that's kind of when the uh, the game really takes off for me. And I, I'm not saying that the game wasn't good before that, because the game is fucking phenomenal before that, trust me. The, the stuff with Sam and Henry is, if I had to say, that's probably my favorite portion of the entire game, is the Sam and Henry stuff, and then the, the very beginning. But this the snow and him going to Jackson, and then the post-Jackson stuff... That stuff is just so fucking good. So good in the game. Okay? So, I'm hoping in Episode 7, I, I don't know. I, I know we're getting a Left Behind DLC-style episode for Episode 7. I don't know if they're going to do like a like an uneven storytelling there. Like, they're going to go bounce back and forth between what's happening to Joel and then this uh, Left Behind DLC I, I don't know how they're going to handle that. So it would be very interesting to see uh, what they do for episode 7. But for episode 6, I fucking love this episode. I gave it a 9.5. I think this is my second favorite episode, honestly. I, I thought the character development was... This was an episode that was needed, okay? And it may, maybe not the one we deserved, but it's what we needed at the time, okay? Because there was just so much development and there's so many great scenes in this particular episode that I, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know 
how, like, there was that one episode previously with Sam and Henry. Like, I thought that was going to be the best the show could give me, right? But no, like, this is right there with it. It's just a tad bit below it just because we don't have some of those tense scenes, some of that, some of that action and whatnot. That's probably what holds it back just a little bit because I will say one of the biggest complaints I have about the show so far is the fact that a zombie, quote-unquote, zombie show, then there's not really many zombies in it. And there's not a whole lot of killing. It's just them walking and talking, most of it. But when you think about it, wouldn't that really happen in normal life? I mean, are you really fighting infected people 24 fucking 7, kind of like The Walking Dead did? And I think that is going to be the thing that really carries this series into, you know, to, to the end of season one, into season two, if there's a season three. And that's going to be something that really separates it from The Walking Dead because when you're when you're watching The Walking Dead, it was just like they were doing the same thing every single episode. They weren't really having these these stupid conversations. And I, I, I don't want to say stupid. I say that for lack of a better word. But meaningless conversations that you would have on a normal basis. And that was the thing about The Walking Dead was it just became, and I I know zombies aren't real, but the the show just became unbelievable with some of the uh, the development and the uh, the conversations and the dialogue and whatnot. Whereas this one just seems it just feels natural to me. It, it's it's stuff that if you picture your your life in a zombie apocalypse, yeah, this this feels like something that would actually happen versus what was going on in The Walking Dead. But anyways, I don't want to turn this into a Walking Dead review, but nonetheless, I you can see where I kind of fall in with this this series versus The Walking Dead. But overall, 9.5 for episode number 6. I am ready to watch episode number 7. Can't wait to see it because, honestly, this will be new material. I never played the DLC Left Behind, so I, I'm intrigued and interested to see how they develop Ellie's character without Joel because so far we have gotten that development of Ellie with Joel right next to her and that whole DLC doesn't have Joel in it so it's going to be very interesting to see see how they they work with that in this episode also going with what's happening to Joel but guys that's going to be it for me and uh, I'll catch y'all next week on the next review episode number seven laters